Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at FantasyFootballProfit.com. And now your hosts, Craig and Jeff. Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips, joined as always by Jeff Torrey. And today we are talking week seven of the NFL. That is halfway through the fantasy football regular season. We're already there. But yes, for some of us, it feels like we just want it to be over already. <laughs> Dreams are crushed. <laughs> Injuries abound. Unless we had just drafted our team, Jeff, we wanted. We got Chubb and Barkley and Walker. And, you know, we'd love life, right? We'd love life. But there's some good ones there. But we're going to go through all the games today in week seven. But before we do that, Jeff, I, did, I, do, I had to do a quick shout out here to um, Spire Designs. They hooked us up actually pretty nicely. So first off, got this beautiful, beautiful championship trophy. We're going to give that away for uh, one of our leagues. But even almost better than the trophy. The trophy's awesome. But they hooked us up with this championship ring, Jeff. Put this thing on. Look at this beauty. Look at this thing. This thing. That thing is is ridiculously awesome. This thing is amazing. I love this thing. Yeah, no, this, that's what everyone in our league wanted. They're like, dude, hook this, this, that. <laughs> this is it's heavy, dude. Man, this is it's some weight to it. This isn't this isn't this is not cheap. It doesn't feel cheap. It is awesome. It looks awesome. And they hooked us up with that. You guys really go check that. That is like an awesome thing for your to give away for your fantasy league champion. And it doesn't cost you much of anything. It's 25 bucks. Literally it. 25 bucks. You go to Amazon. Search up Spire Designs on Amazon. Pull them up right now. That ring is right there for twenty four ninety nine. That's it. Twenty four yeah, ninety nine. Free shit and free, free free delivery. It's um free delivery as well. It's amazing. Yeah, that thing is super fun. Like, There's something other than a trophy, even though trophies are great. Yeah, if you're looking, I love that. Oh, the trophy up, too. Go do the trophy. Get the trophy. Think either both of these are on there. They're actually cheap as can be. For that, like you add that, like shoot, add that to your league dues or something at the end of the year. Like you have twelve people in your league, you add two dollars to the, your league dues, and you guys can get yourself a championship ring every year. Give it to the champion. I think that's awesome. Actually, no, that's not a bad idea. <laughs> that's pretty cool. I want to, I want to get a few championship rings. I'm, I want to win this thing, man. But go check it out. Spire Designs on Amazon. All right, let's do this. Falcons Bengals is the first game. Bengals win thirty five seventeen. Joe Burrow. Played really well in this one. He was 34 for 42, 481 yards, three touchdowns, and ran in a touchdown as well. Just a monster game from Burrow, which he can do at times. And he had, I mean, all the receivers got into it. Boyd, eight for 155 and a touchdown. Chase, eight for 130 and two touchdowns. And Higgins didn't have a touchdown, but he's five for 93. So he got 93 yards, right? And Mixon on the ground, not a lot of yards there, 58. He got 33 through the air so 91 total yards and a touchdown so good day for the Bengals. yeah finally had a big output which everyone's kind of waiting for and no joke of course when it happens i play him in two out of my three leagues so what (laughs) of course right thank thank you burrow (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was good good solid day for them and falcon side mariota eight of 13 uh, 124 and a touchdown uh tyler algier uh 16 carries 50 yards and a touchdown mariota ran for 31 yards and Oh, there's just no nothing here. So Demir Bird gets one catch for 75 yards and a touchdown that leads away. Drake London one for nine. Kyle Pitts three for nine. Just, ugh. I don't. I I like those guys a lot, but I don't. I can't start them. I mean, Pitts you still can because it's tight end sucks, but it's rough. It's rough going right now. 
for yeah, that. Yeah, Atlanta's just their offense is going to be very up and down, and I think yep. majority down. So yeah, so yeah, much. I'd be looking elsewhere. But hey, you know what? If you had to throw in Algier or something to, you know, he he served his purpose. So yeah, you know, there's He's, a little bit of value there here and yep. there. How about Cowboys Lions? Cowboys win 24 to six lions have scored six points in their last two games. So that best offense in the league thing is not, was not true. They're no, they're not good. They're one in five. It's, it's brutal to be a lions fan again. Um, I don't know if this, this, this coaching staff doesn't seem to be the one that's going to get it done, but let's look at the Cowboys. Dak comes back, throws for three, two or two Oh seven in a touchdown His one touchdown went to Peyton Hendershot, the backup tight end. On the ground, it was Pollard with 12 for 83, but Zeke, 15 for 57, gets himself two touchdowns. So, solid day there for Zeke with the two touchdowns. Lions, there's just not much here. Goff threw for 228, no touchdowns, two picks. I mean, Hawkinson, four for 48. Amon Ross St. Brown left with a concussion after one for four. There was no DeAndre Swift, which up until last night, it seemed like he was going to be back but he never did get a full practice in. So if you ever see your guys not getting a full practice in during the, they always say limited, just be very, very <laughs> cautious of that. And this um, happened today. I heard of uh, Joe, it burned Joe in a league. He, 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 he didn't know that he works. He works at oh, night. Yeah. So he works midnight. <laughs> he didn't see it this morning. So but be very, be aware of that. Yeah. And we all know that the Lions defense is not too good. My my question for you would be how are you looking at Dallas with Dak coming back? Because really, I mean, you see that it's 24 to 6, but really with like two minutes to go practically, mm-hmm. they it was only six to ten. Yeah, and, the Cowboys and they, offense is it, it was yeah, they they didn't do anything till the end, and that's you know, and Goff had fumbled two of the ball. So uh so that that well, I didn't even say uh CD Lamb stats, he was four for seventy in this one. Mm-hmm. Um it's kind of Dallas is not that like explosive offense we knew of a year or two ago, right? I don't think that's what they want to do. They have a good defense. So I think they're just going to try to run the ball and keep keep it low scoring and win. That it seems like a different mindset than they had a couple of years ago. So I'm not in a rush to go play Dak if I don't have to. Like you haven't had to for weeks, so maybe you have a better option. I don't know if his numbers are going to be big. I'd wait wait till I see it a little bit. But I mean he's not a he's not a plug and play for me. At all. Uh, let's go Titans Colts. Titans win this one 19 to 10. Tannehill is not doing much in fantasy. You're not playing him in fantasy, really. So 132, no touchdowns, no picks. Derrick Henry, just a solid day, 30 carries for 128. No touchdowns, though. So he doesn't make it a bigger day, but I mean he's just he just keeps I don't know. The guy just does it all the time like that. It's crazy. And then nothing really from the passing game. Robert Woods three for twenty six, Hooper three for fifty six. Just yeah, not not much there. Cold side, there's really not a lot either. Matt Ryan threw for two forty three, a touchdown, two picks. His touchdown went to Paris Campbell, who's actually been picking up a little bit finally. After you know, basically we labeled him a bust, I would say. And then these last two weeks, all of a sudden out of nowhere, he's got a he's got twelve targets this one and eleven targets last week. Before that, he had gone four two two four three, and all of a sudden. There's 23 targets in two games. Not yeah, really sure where that came from. <laughs> I don't either. Um, I mean, Matt Ryan has been throwing the ball a lot in the past two games. Uh, Jonathan Taylor did play in this one, but I I don't know where that came from either. I mean, it's, it's good to see that he's not going to be, yeah, you know, gets drafted and then does absolutely nothing. So hopefully this will be a positive one going forward. But um, well, once again, I mean, you, you can't, uh, you really cannot uh, predict 
who is going to score, who's going to get, who's going to do well in the NFL these days, I feel like. Because Matt Ryan is going to be very inconsistent. We kind of knew that one. But, you know, he had a, a pretty big game the week before. Now he has this, so. And then if Jonathan Taylor kind of catches fire again, I would assume that it turns into the, you know, Taylor show. Yeah. So, so I, I don't know what to to quite make of. I mean, it, it kind of muddies it for Pittman as well. Uh, six for 58. Mm-hmm. And then Alex Pierce, I like him as a rookie, obviously, three for 37. So all of a sudden it turns it into a very dicey proposition if you have one of those wide receivers. Really does, but... um. Yeah, it's almost like there's almost too many people around now in a weird way, but they're not good. Not that not the players aren't good. The team's just the offense just doesn't seem that good, even though these are some easy, decent options. You know, it's a weird thing. They feel like they should be better than what they're putting up there, right? They they had what a good game against Jacksonville, but then they go to this ten point thing. They they feel like they should be better than this, but we'll see. Um, Jonathan Taylor did. He was good on the ground when he got opportunities, but they were just down, so they didn't run the ball like they. Sh- I think they should just keep going to him. Even the- this game wasn't that far out of hand. Just no, keep running, they, right? He, yeah, he definitely needs more than ten carries. Yeah, ten like, for fifty-eight. Okay, and then his his uh his receiving stat lines. Why I hate PPR. <laughs> Seven for twenty-seven. So that's worth that's worth nine point seven points in PPR. I mean, come on, that's worth nine point seven points. How is that? were three points better in PPR than Alec Pierce's stat line of three for 37. How was that three points better? Did he really accomplish that? Uh, just PPR, man. Just, <laughs> I, I, I can go off of PPR anytime. But all right, how about this next game? Commanders, Packers. Commanders win 23-21 with T- Taylor Heineke at quarterback. Uh, and I don't know what to say. Heineke, 201, two touchdowns a pick. The touchdowns went to Terry McLaurin and Antonio Gibson caught a touchdown. On the ground, Brian Robinson ran the ball 20 times, 73 yards. Gibson 10 times for 59. All of a sudden, Gibson's looking a little better <laughs> as soon as Brian Robinson gets all the care. Maybe Gibson's just not that, he's just not that, that workhorse, yeah. right? And maybe this, maybe he's better in this in this role where he's the second guy. It seems like it's only been two games that he's done this, but he, he only, I mean, he only had five carries last week, right? But it turned it in 35 yards. This one. So he has 15 carries. For 94 yards, I think, in the last two games. So he's more effective in this, but it doesn't help you for fantasy, right? It doesn't really. Even though he got the touchdown, you're, you you can't rely on Gibson in this kind of workload. It's really, really tough. But Brian Robinson isn't necessarily setting the world on fire either. No, but if he keeps he's getting 20 the line, carries, you're yeah, gonna, if you get yeah. the bulk of this kind of workload, yep. then you'll be fine. Yep. Yeah, and Terry McLaurin, we said, got the touchdown. He was 5 for 73 to lead the way. For the Packers, Rodgers threw for 194, two touchdowns. Both went to Aaron Jones, who caught nine for 53. That is why Aaron Jones is being is effective yet in fantasy. It's not the ground game. I thought this was going to be... I think this is part of the reason the Packers are struggling. This ground game is just not getting going. Aaron Jones, eight for 23. A.J. Dillon, four for 15. I see people just keep trotting out A.J. Dillon in your lineups, and I don't... I mean, you shouldn't. You should not no. be just... He's not... Like, by weeks, I'm, I guess, sure, right? There's reasons to, but he has been, he's not, he's not getting receiving yardage at all. The first game he did, but since then he's gotten no more than 11 in a game. And these last three weeks, I mean, he's 15 yards in this one, 41, 34. I mean, I don't, I, I have a hard time throwing Dylan in my lineup. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I really don't know how you can at this point. No. Like uh, unless you don't have anyone else to go to, you could, 
but, but it's 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 rough. Yeah, it's really risky. And and this offense is another one that just doesn't feel like they are going in the right direction. <clears throat> I mean, Aaron Rodgers, whatever. I mean, they're they're fine stats, but you know, other than I mean, if Aaron Jones didn't catch those touchdowns, um, I mean, it would look bad across the board for for everyone. And and there's no reason that they really should only have 12 carries like between AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones in a game that was only won by two points. It just feels very, uh, very odd to me that you don't have like primetime wide receivers. And I realize you have Aaron Rodgers, but you only run the ball 12 times, even though you have two guys that can, you know, really, uh, you know, wear down a defense if you give them a few more carries. So I, I'm, I don't know. It's a weird one. The, the only fun part about this game for me at least was watching Heineke uh, just yeah. the fact that he got another shot and he's making the most out of it. And it does feel like Terry McLaurin was loving it because he was out of purgatory for like one game, even though it's not like a huge stat line, but he was, he was fired well up and that was, yeah. yeah. And, and, and man, he, he's one of those guys that if he had a better quarterback, he would be a I know. very good wide receiver in the NFL. Yep. I have him in two leagues and I benched him in one this week. So just, you don't know when it's going to happen. Glass half full, man. That means you started in <sighs> one. <laughs> right, true. All right, how about this next one? Panthers 21, Bucks 3. What? Um, <laughs> well, two things. First off, uh, uh, <laughs> Tom Brady. I, I still feel like Tom is going to like turn this around. I feel like this is way too sad of a way to to have this year go. And then number two is like Baker officially just done for <laughs> i mean I, I just i don't understand this i mean we'll get to the carolina side i guess but the bucks i mean brady 32 49 290 no touchdowns no picks on the ground Fournette only runs the ball eight times for 19 yards rashad white the rookie comes in six times for 24 evans had a good stat line of nine for 96 the the tight end Kate Otten, he he's an interesting one. He had four for sixty four. Godwin seven for forty three. I, I I just don't know. And this is weird. This is weird. Just they're not getting going on offense. And it's the same guy. They have the guys. They're all there. Yeah, I mean, it wasn't like they didn't. I mean, Brady threw forty nine times, like two hundred and ninety yards, and you don't throw an interception. It feels like you should have more than three points. <laughs> Once again, it's just the NFL is so bizarre I mean, this year. It, they're playing against the Panthers who have their third string quarterback and they just traded Christian McCaffrey and they fired their coach. I just don't get it. Yeah. Walker, I mean, yeah. It, yeah. You got PJ Walker, the, the X XFL guy, right? Was he in the XFL? Yeah. I think he was in there. He was in one of those leagues. He throws for two touchdowns. One went to DJ Moore. There we go. Seven for 69 for DJ Moore. And the other one went to tremble on the ground. Hubbard got the start and he got a touchdown, but he left the game with an injury and Deontay Foreman came in and goes 15 for 118. So if you didn't, he was picked up in a lot of leagues here at the end of the week, but he's still probably out there in some, um, go pick him up. I guess he's just, he's a starting running back maybe. So <laughs> I don't know, man. that was a weird game. How about this giants Jaguars giants win to go to six and one, six and one giants. Um, yeah, good so for them, is, man. I, I what can't, a good I coaching staff it. can do, I guess. Yeah, I cannot believe it. And the Jaguars, like, I don't care. Like, you know, they beat the Jaguars. I wouldn't like, you know, a little bit of clap, not a big deal. But the fact that they consistently win these closer games and they're six and one, I, I, I am shocked 
that they're able to do. They keep pull, they keep pulling it out. They they're winning these games at the end. Daniel Jones throws for two hundred two and a touchdown. The touchdown went to Darius Slayton. Uh, Daniel Jones ran for one hundred and seven yards and a touchdown as well, which is impressive. Saquon runs twenty four times, one hundred and ten yards, catches four balls for twenty five. Just played played really well. He yeah, just and- is. He's good. Yeah, he's amazing. And I, I do want to point out, like, Daniel Jones didn't get all that in one run. Like, his longest run was 24 yards. He really was, like, their second running back today. And they're finding a way to use Daniel Jones that is to his best ability because he, they know that, you know, 200 yards in a, a TD throwing, you know, that's that's kind of in his wheelhouse. You're not mm-hmm. going to get too much more. So, yeah, I you know, once again, like, find a way to win. Good for them. Then um, Wandale Robinson, the rookie, who I was I, I liked Wandale coming into the year. He was six, he had six catches for fifty yards and eight targets, all in the first half. He got hurt. He left the game, but he came back for the second half, but didn't get a single target. So that was kind of odd. So really good first half. We'll get. I don't know if it's a what the injury is like, but he came back. He played. So interesting. Um, for Jacksonville, Lawrence throws for three ten, no touchdowns, no picks. Um, he did run in a touchdown. The bigger story, Travis Etienne is the guy. I mean, okay, James Robinson didn't get a carry at all, and he had one target, and he barely played. He, okay, they said after the game, Peterson, Doug Peterson said the team still has confidence in Robinson, but they wanted to make sure he's 100%. So maybe there was some kind of injury we didn't know about. That's keeping him out a little bit, but this has been this has been leaning ETN's way for a little bit now. And 14 carries, 114 yards touch in a touchdown. Yeah, ETN's the guy. Yeah, it feels a little bit like vindication, but I'm I I think ETN the he has a higher ceiling than even this. So I, I think that there's more to come. But yeah, I mean James Robinson won't go away. I, I don't want people to get too no, like, he's not overly go excited. Away. But like 14 carries for ETN. And what he was able to do with it and seeing that big playability, that was what we're so excited about. And it looks like he, the guy is healthy. So um, I expect to see a lot more of him and more in the passing game too, hopefully. Yep. But you can't lose fumbles like he did today. If ETN loses, that, that could start hurting him. So don't do that. Christian Kirk had seven catches, 96 yards to lead the way for Jacksonville. How about Browns, Ravens? Ravens pulled this thing out 23-20. Um if I can get this up for the Ravens, Lamar Jackson did not have much of a good fantasy day here at all. He threw for 120 yards, no touchdowns, no picks. He got 59 rushing yards, so he makes what could have been, should have been a really, really bad day into just a bad day, I guess. But just not good, not good for Lamar. But Gus Edwards is back with Dobbins out. Looks like for a bit, and I'm that it's just not good, man. That knee, that that's just concerning. Um. But Gus Edwards is finally back. Maybe they should have waited to bring Dobbins back like they did Edwards. I don't know. But 16 for 66 for Gus, two touchdowns. He was not picked up in a lot of leagues. He's only 13.1% owned. So he's going to probably be one of the top waiver wire ads for sure this week. And it's mainly because no one really expected him to be the guy this week. It was Kenyon Drake was kind of the expected one after last week. But Gus Edwards came back and did his 16 for 66. So yeah, he's going to probably... Top a lot of waiver wires next week. Yeah, this week. Um, as he should. I mean, yep. it, once again, it's going to be a, a nightmare to try to figure out who's going to do well. But 
Kenyon Drake, after looking pretty good, actually, way better than I thought he was going to coming out of the gate. I mean, 11 carries for five yards is pretty, pretty rough in the run game. So the, the weird. OK, so on the receiving end, Duvernay led the way with or Bateman, four <laughs> for 42, Duvernay, two, two for 42, for but Mark Andrews. Two targets, no te- no catches, no no yards. Like, what? Well, he he was coming in. He had a questionable designation, did, and I do think that his game. knee. Yeah, you know, it's one of those where they get the win. I think he was out there as a as yeah. a, a you know just a, a dummy kind of yeah. person in order to distract the defense. But I was I started him anyway because how do you not? But you it, it to, worried right? me as soon as he was like they were talking about his knee being stiff and whatnot. I'm like, oh great, here yeah. we go again. <laughs> not, not good. All right, for the Browns. Brissett throws for 258, no touchdowns, no picks. You're not using him anyway. Nick Chubb kind of had a quiet 91 yards and a touchdown on the ground, to be honest. It just it is a another solid day for Nick Chubb. Kareem Hunt did steal a touchdown, but Nick Chubb is clearly far away and above Hunt. Chubb did catch two balls for 16 yards as well. So another another solid day for Nick Chubb. Mari Cooper goes three for 74. Donovan Peoples Jones, six for 71. And Njoku, seven for 71. I think Njoku left this one. With an injury, he had a he had a walking boot after the game, so we'll have to see it. Crutches and a walking boot after the game, which is disappointing because he's been really playing well. So we'll have to see what that is. Um, how about Jets Broncos? Jets win sixteen to nine to go to five and two, but and they lost Brees Hall in this one. It's just it's just it's I hate that. I mean, really, just talking about J.K. Dobbins a minute ago. You know, great rookie year, and he gets hurt before his second year, and the, I don't know if he's ever going to be the same. Here's Brees Hall, man. He's starting to look really good. He had a 62-yard touchdown in this one right away. Man, it's just looking awesome. And then I feel like we're, I mean, we're seeing this all the time anyway. And I realize it's football, but I just want to like, you know, kind of bitch and moan about it for a moment because I mean, it really is so many different players, right? And you you named a bunch of them, but you know, there's ETN is also coming back. He was obviously hurt. Um, happened to Acres, man. I don't know. Acres you know, like, blew out his ACL, or I'm sorry, his, he had, uh, Achilles. his Achilles. And you're just kind of like all of these, all these young running backs, running backs and, too. and Swift, and even Swift in the Lions. Yeah. He's been pretty hobbled by injury. Uh, it's just rough to watch all these yeah. guys go through it. And even Saquon, thank God he's, he came back, but we weren't even sure before this year if he was ever going to be the same. It took him a bit. Sprint, yeah, but... it took him a, took him a bit. To get yeah, back. everyone was everyone was kind of writing him off last year, and he he is like you know, uh, a freak athlete among other freak athletes. So I, I really hope that he comes back and he looks as good because Damn, it's, that, the, it's a bummer not to be able to see his Brees his Hall was really trending upwards, man. He was looking good. It was, ah, it's disappointing. It's, it's really not fun. Michael Carter then comes in with this 13 carries, but only 29 yards. Um, he did catch two for 45. Garrett Wilson caught four for 24. They didn't have to do much. Zach Wilson only threw for 121. They get the win. Because no. the Broncos, no Russ, no Russell Wilson in this one. They had they couldn't do anything. Um, what, what are you thinking about Michael Carter moving forward? Obviously, he's probably I gonna mean, get the, the first he, crack and he yeah, had two catches for 45. And they're he doing was well. solid last year, right? I, I mean he was, yeah. I have a team where I have Brees Hall, but I happened to get lucky to in pick up Michael Carter this past week. Somebody else dropped him. I'll probably plug him in. I'm not happy about it though. I'm just, <laughs> it's disappointing, disappointing for sure. So uh, he, he's going to be ranked probably like between 20 and 30 in my mind, Michael Carter mm-hmm. in that range. So until I see some more um, for the Broncos again, my, Melvin Gordon, 11 for 33, 
Latavius Murray, 8 for 24, and a touch on Mike Boone, 4 for 23. Just not much there. Jerry Judy, 7 for 96, led the way. Dolchich, the tight end, 6 for 51. He's actually promising, I would say. He's only played two weeks, and he's already you know showing a little bit. So if there's anything good there, it'd be him. Yeah. And then Sutton, 3 for 23. Yeah, I actually picked Dolchich up before uh, before this week just because I was like, let's find out if it's going to be anything. And I wasn't sure with Russell Wilson out, but it is uh, it's looking promising for the young guy. So, you know, tight ends are hard to come by. He's probably still available in a lot of leagues, so you should definitely take a look at him. Um, next up, Raiders win 38-20 to 20 over Houston. Josh Jacobs is going to be the biggest fantasy miss for a lot of people this year. <laughs> 20 carries, 143, and three touchdowns. He has just been, he's been on a tear. His last three games, this was 20 for 143 and three touchdowns. Last last game, 21 for 154 and a touchdown in the game before that, 28 for 144 and two touchdowns. Just a, just an amazing stretch of games here for Josh Jacobs. Playing, playing really, really well. Derek Carr threw for 241 and a touchdown. The touchdown went to Matt Collins. De- Devontae Adams did lead the way with eight for 95 as the Raiders get their second win of the year. For the Texans, Davis Mills throws for 302 and a two touchdowns. He threw one to Philip Dorsett, another one to Chris Moore. It's the second one. Damian Pierce continues to be solid on the ground, 20 carries, 92 yards. And he also caught four balls for 25. Atkins led the way with them for 68 yards. Brandon Cooks, four for 46. So there we go. Seahawks charge. What's wrong with the Chargers? They're four and three, but they've been like had some weird games like this where they just don't look good. And Justin Herbert, I'll just start with them, I guess, for a second. Herbert ends up with an okay fantasy line with 293 yards and two touchdowns, but a lot of that came late. He was really struggling for a while, and that was almost going to be two weeks in a row where he's doing nothing. But hey, he, he gets a couple touchdowns late. Eckler ran the ball nine for 31 and a touchdown, caught 12 for 96 and a touchdown. Mike Williams, seven for 86, a touchdown. Keenan Allen did come back in this one, but it was only two for 11. But the Seahawks, Seahawks are four and three. That's one of my biggest surprises here. I think, I mean, I mean, you agree. Most people thought they were going to be terrible. I thought they were going to be terrible. Oh, I thought they were going to be bad. Yeah, for sure. I, I did not think that Gino would be able to, and we're just talking about his numbers. I mean, 20 for 27, 210 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. You know, it is good enough to keep him going. And, but, um, yeah, I mean they're finding ways to win. I mean it started in week one, right? And and if they were if this team was going to be even five hundred, I was going to be shocked because I, I didn't think that they would have any sort of firepower. Um, and then Penny gets hurt. Obviously, I'm a big Ken Walker guy, and he showed out today, so that might be the saving grace. But I wasn't sure how good that line was. And to tell you the truth, even with the Chargers, they're so up and down that I'm I'm still kind of holding my breath. <laughs> but the Seahawks are finding a way to get it done. And that's all that matters. And once again, you know, I talk about the Giants in the same way. Giants obviously are looks like they're a better team. But if Seattle keeps doing this, I mean, you know, I, the NFL is so strange this year that I don't, I don't take it away from anyone at this point. If, if you are have a winning record, you've done something right. Right. And yeah, Ken Walker looks really good. Really good. That 74-yard touchdown at the end there kind of sealed it for him. So it was a solid day. Yeah, but Marquise, even without that, I was going to say, I don't think he was, said he, was, it, but... he was close to 100 yards before that. Yeah, 23 so 100, carries, 168, two yeah, touchdowns. So even before that, he was close to 100 yards and already had a touchdown. So he already had a really good fantasy day before that even. So on the receiving side, Goodwin catches four for 67. He got the two touchdowns. 
Lockett, seven for 45. DK Metcalf left this one with a knee injury. We'll have to wait and see what it is. Hopefully it's not too serious. And then our final game, Chiefs 49ers. Chiefs win pretty easily, 44 to 23. Mahomes throws for 423 yards, three touchdowns. He threw one to Juju. He threw one to Hardman. He threw one to Watson. And then Hardman ran two touchdowns in. So essentially all three of Hardman's touchdowns were on like a, two of them were like jet sweeps runs, right? The other one was a little like a pop pass, like essentially a jet sweep as well, but it's a counts as a pass because it went forward to him. So there's Hardman, three touchdowns, Jeff. Did you play him in your, nope. in your lineups? Nope, in none of my leagues. <laughs> of course not. Why would you have? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> why would you have? I on have the gr- huge so numbers on the, sitting on my bench. On the ground, Edwards Alaire, six carries, 32 yards. He gets a touchdown. So if you're still playing him, he he's like he didn't hurt you too bad today. But in reality, Clyde Edwards Alaire has only had double-digit carries one time this year. That's it. So he is definitely, and he's ranked. He was ranked 13th for the year. It's it's not real. It's not real. <laughs> I would say I. It's Pacheco actually outcarried him in this one with eight carries for 43. Edwards Alaire, man, I don't know. I would trade him. I told I told people to trade him weeks ago, but if you could still somehow, I don't know if you can get anything for him anymore. But he's still fantasy wise, he's going to be up there like top 15. But it's just it's not real in my mind. Well. With everything happening, I'm sure there's a bunch of Brees Hall people there getting desperate. <laughs> I'm not that desperate. I'll just give up on the year before I trade for the player. So <laughs> Juju caught seven balls for 124 in the touchdown. Valdez Scantling caught three for 111. And Kelsey caught six for 98. So a lot of good stats there. For the 49ers, this is Christian McCaffrey's first game, and he did get to play a little bit, but we'll see what happens. He'll be much, much more involved next week. So Jeff Wilson owner, sorry, that, that run, that, that ride's going to be over. I believe at this point, I was actually, I have Jeff Wilson. I was trying to trade him last week to a few people because I just, I, in my mind, I just knew about Elijah Mitchell coming back and I, this is even before the McCaffrey thing. Now it's really over. It's really, it's really over. Um, let's say Garoppolo did throw two touchdowns in this one to Kittle, one to McLeod, Brandon Ayuk at seven for 82. So Debo, Devo's 42 yards through the air, two yards on the ground. The rushing has not been as much for Debo lately, I'll say. Yeah. Oh, he didn't want to. And now that you have McCaffrey, I mean, McCaffrey, Wilson, and when Mitchell comes back, uh, there'll be a lot less reason to give Debo a lot of carries, right? Yeah. So this is concerning for Debo, just to be honest, in general. Like this week was five for 42. Last week he had seven for 79. The week before, two for 20. He had a six for 115 game, but before that, five for 73, five for 44, two for 14. That's it. He opened the year on the ground with eight carries for 52 yards and touchdown. Week two, four carries only, but 53 yards, right? We're looking, all right, his rushing's back. These are the last five games rushing for Debo. Five for six, two for two, two for 12, two for 11, one for two. They have gone away from that aspect of the game. That's huge. That's losing that is very, very big. So I don't know. Yeah, I don't think it's going to get better because with with McCaffrey getting full work. Well, and and think about this too. If McCaffrey is healthy, um, 
they will try to get him involved in the passing game as well. Not saying it's going to take a lot away from Debo because Debo is still going to be a centerpiece there, but they have a lot of mouths to feed now. I mean, you have a healthy yeah. Kittle, Ayuk, and then obviously Debo should be number one kind of up there, but you add in McCaffrey now, who is a very good pass catching running back. I just don't see there being that uh, next level that Debo was, was able to kind of play around in last year. I mean, I just don't think there's enough opportunity. So if you can get a, a King's ransom form, if, if, if you can get like Debo quality value, I, I actually have no issue moving away from Debo for the year. Yep. I'm, I'm with you there. All right. That will do it then for today. We'll be back with our mailbag on Wednesday night. So get your questions in on Instagram at Instagram.com slash fantasy, fantasy football profits. Um, youtube.com slash fantasy football profit. Just comment right on this video. We'll answer those questions all for you Wednesday night. Um, I'll get a, I'll get a waiver wire, um, little waiver wire, quick one, quick hitter out for you as well before that on YouTube. So if you're listening to the podcast, make sure you go to YouTube, youtube.com slash fantasy football profit. Check that out, but that'll do it. We'll talk to you guys next time.